you should be bored. Consider this your fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at 2 speed, you may miss some content, but you also miss the F-bombs. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Workwife, where every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America. Hey, Workwives. This is Jessica from San Bernardino. I consistently find myself getting bored and feeling burnt out at my job about three years in. Nothing is wrong with my job. The pay is fair and the people are pretty nice. I'm not passionate about what I do, marketing for a tech company, but it's not miserable either. Does this happen to you? I don't know that there's anything out there I could see myself doing 40 plus hours a week and not getting bored of. I would so much rather work two or three different part-time jobs that are all different. But those don't typically pay well and don't provide insurance. The thought of having to do this for 40 more years is overwhelming and honestly, a bit depressing. This can't be what we're meant to do our whole lives. Any tips or tricks for navigating this? Or how do I find a job that I'm passionate about and I don't get bored of? And it pays well. I'm trying to figure out a solution rather than just complaining about the situation. Please help. Jessica, this is literally the question of my heart. Oh, I know. I like I'm such a variation junkie slash ADHD slash like my brain just moves faster than average. And so I'm like, I get it and solve the problem. And I'm like, now well, what? now what? <laughs> you need another mountain to climb, right? Like, and, and like some of that I think is set up for me as, you know, growing up in America, like being very Western, very driven, very like goal oriented, right? Like so much of your life, especially here in the United States is this like very linear path. Like from the moment you're a little kid, you're, you're going to go structurally from pre-k through kindergarten through fifth grade through junior high through high school through college and like it's very linear it's very step-by-step and it's very like achievement-based right like every semester you get feedback on how you did that semester and you're allowed to pass to the next semester which is more difficult right Right. like that's a three-month arc right yeah totally it's very short like i've had boyfriends that last longer than that you (laughs) know what i mean like but like it's it's very like it's quick growth. It's yeah. very it's like quick a, feedback. It's a dopamine hit, frankly. Yeah. Like, And you've had it your entire life. Right. Until probably your first job out of college. And then you're like, okay, I've not done this corporate thing. So like, it's a fun or like, whatever. I've not taken a gap year it's before. It's still new. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. And, then, and then you get to your second, maybe your third job out of college. And suddenly you're like, this is it. Th- this is it. It's I, not I, exciting anymore. It's, oh my God. It's the worst. And then you, then for me, if you go look at my LinkedIn, <laughs> it's every two years, there's something wildly different. Like I went from, I went from law in a very specific area of the law to magazine publishing, to CPG and beauty to B2B. Like those are wildly different. And people are always like, how did you build that? I'm like, I didn't, I just went, you know what, what's 180 degrees in the other direction. That's what I want. <laughs> okay. Not this. So I'm with you. <laughs> And if you look at that, if you compare it, right, the first 25 years of your life are like planned and quick and dopamine and like success and growth mm-hmm. and whatever. And then, yeah, to your point, Jessica, you're looking at 40 years yeah. in corporate America. From like, what, say 25, 35 to 65? Fuck. Welcome. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I think. Now you know why we call it the rat race. <laughs> I think you're going to get bored. 
Yeah. And, and I think, frankly, it's designed to be that way. You should be bored. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, it tells you the system is working exactly how the system is working. Corporate America was never going to be the thing that gave you all your identity and all your purpose and all of your dopamine for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact that you've hit this little bit of a wall, I think is a good opportunity for you to step back, reassess and say, oh, where do I find my happiness in my life? Yeah. Like, what do I want that's Mm -hmm. bigger than this? Right. What are like, I loved in your question where you said, this can't be what we're meant to do our whole lives. It's, it's super not. not. <laughs> <laughs> you're accurate. You're onto something there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So what we want to address is like the boredom piece that you're experiencing now and then the identity piece that I think you're lacking. If you want bite-sized information on how to get more out of your daily corporate grind, follow us on Instagram at AskYourWorkWife. All right, Jessica, you're bored. We here at Ask Your Workers, I think we don't think your job should be boring in the first two years. I think if it is boring, that's either a plateau job, mm-hmm. which you intended to get, or it's not exactly what you want. Right. So both of those things are things to assess. Or you're missing something big and yeah. like it's going to fall out of the sky eventually <laughs> and you're like, oh shit. There <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Found it. So, so, so yeah, we don't expect your job to be boring in the first two years. And, and we've talked about this a little bit before where it's like, for the first year, 18 months, two years, like it should still feel like you don't get it all right. the way. You should you've still got be your, cultivating excellence. Yeah. You've got your 30, 60, 90 in there. Right. And then you've got at least six months before you're like, I kind of know what my, uh, what my job's up yeah. to. You got another year before you're like, yep, I can do my job. And maybe another year after that, you can say, I can do my job in any circumstance under any mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's our favorite definition of work product excellence. You can do it upside down, blowing bubbles in a pandemic when someone's died from a wedding wherever you need to be doing it from, you can do it. Yeah, exactly. So first two years, great. Now that you're in year three, you should be bored. That was my first green flag in this question was, oh, I'm three years in. Okay, great. Yep. Because it means what I'm no hearing problem. is you're good at your job. Uh-huh. Yeah, you good. get how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yay. laughs> it's working. It's working. Yeah. You are working it. It is working. Like mm-hmm. we hear you say nothing is wrong. The pay is fair. I like the people. The people are pretty nice. Yeah. It's not miserable. Great. Uh huh. We're not looking for enlightenment in corporate America. Or if you are, you're doing something wrong. You're doing. That's what you're doing wrong. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. And so and so, finding that place where you're like, ah, oh, I did it. You did it. Mm-hmm. That's great. We also think <laughs> boredom's good for you. It's oh. as a concept. Yeah. Like I maybe I'm old, but I think boredom breeds creativity. Now I don't have children, so this is somebody who doesn't know giving advice to people who might know. But like. <laughs> When, when, when we were kids, we weren't, we didn't have screens to be in front of, right? Like if you're bored, if you're acting out, if you're whatever, like I didn't, my parents didn't have a screen to plot me in front of that wasn't like the main TV that still had a tube in it in the living and room. The most you could do was a 90 minute VHS. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. It wasn't like, are you still watching? <laughs> <laughs> Six hours later. Right. Um, instead, my mom was like, go upstairs. And I was in an attic, which was so fun. Yeah, it was great. Adorable. Uh-huh. And she said, you're upstairs for the rest of the day. So figure it out. The answer is go play. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I guess I have to figure out what the fuck she means by go play. Nobody's watching me. I can do whatever I want to. Sometimes took naps. Sometimes my favorite thing to do was like, sorry, I just heard sometimes took naps and I've decided you were a angel child. <laughs> True. Despite any other circumstances. Well, until I tell you what I did next, which was like, I like to take candles and blend them together. I take it back. <laughs> so it's 
like up there like playing pyromaniac in the attic of a hundred year old house, which is fantastic. And just like drip, I dripped them onto like a hard surface and make different like patterns and shit. Like it was amazing. Larcenist. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Now you know why there's so many candles around my house and you're a little concerned. Now I'm worried. <laughs> now I'm worried. But like that, that boredom just sitting there and, and looking around and be like, what am I going to do now? Yeah. I think it's super healthy for the human mind. Like you're, you're not meant to be in front of the built environment, in front of a screen, in front of this very progressive linear dopamine hit all the fucking time. You're meant to be, I don't know, take, take any of the poets of the 18th century is like, or the 19th century. Go find like, a pond. Yes, exactly. A tree, <laughs> a path, a pond. Well, this is shower thoughts, right? Yes. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, all of a sudden I'm not looking at my phone, my watch or my and I have laptop. Light noise. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, I've just solved a problem. Uh-huh. Yeah. Revelation through the shower. We love it. 100%. <laughs> So, so yeah, like good for you mm-hmm. <laughs> again, green flags. Because you're seeing boredom in your corporate life, you have two options. One, this is the time to find a stretch project. Mm-hmm. Like This is the time to be like, either talk to your mentor or talk to your manager and say like, I need some, give me, please. insert some growth yeah. into the uh-huh. situation. Yeah. Where, totally. where would I grow to next? What would I do? This is a great time to ask your manager, what's your next move mm. so I can help you get there because I want to take your job. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Or like, Hey, I want to be part of the, this team or like, is there something going on over there that like, I've kind of noticed these kids hanging out. What's happening over there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> kids meaning interesting cross-functional partners. <laughs> yes, exactly. That thank for you. the record. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Helen's here to translate. Um, <laughs> the other option is, you got to get out of your work and find something else to do. This is when you pick up a hobby or pick up a side hustle. You know, we recommend a podcast. It's great over here. We love <laughs> it's it. Great over here. So yeah, so that's what we're going to take you to next, Jessica. It's like if you're choosing to keep your job as a plateau job, mm-hmm. which we love. We support it. Work should fit in 25%. Right? And you're not going to go for that growth, that stretch project, that next role. Take your ambition and apply it elsewhere. <laughs> Jessica, we've said this before. We'll say it again. We'll probably say it multiple times again. Corporate America was never meant to be a source of fulfillment for you. It is, we believe, to serve a purpose. Yeah. It's never meant to be our identity. Right. And it hasn't been that way in a while. I mean, we, this is something we have to break from for maybe not thousands of years, but hundreds of years where like, especially in English society, which has a massive influence on America, your last name unless you're a royalty was your profession. Yeah. Right. Which is why the royal family doesn't have a last name. Have you ever thought about that? <laughs> she could see your face. <laughs> but like William Thatcher. Right. Uh-huh. It's a Thatcher. That's a thing. That's yep. a profession. Something about Someone who hay. makes a roof. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thatched roofs. Thatching. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, goldsmith. Anything in England? Smith. Blacksmith. Yeah. All the smiths. All Milliner. The uh-huh. The hat maker. Mm-hmm. Um, Carpenter, obviously. Um, my family name was German and it was Ailer, which is someone who makes ale. So you're welcome. Very, very fun <laughs> right? for you. Um, on my mom's side, even better. Like it's even not maybe your profession, but like your family lineage. So like on my mom's side, last name's Marcuson. So we were Marcus's son, like oh. descendant of them, right? So you end up with these generational things. We're like, okay, I have a, I have a Marcus son and then a Marcus daughter and then a Marcus son and then a Marcus daughter, like all the way down doing family history over there. It's very difficult. That's badass. Would it be, would it being like Marcus T O T T E R? Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. It's D-O-T-T-I-R. D-O. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Fascinating. Cool, right? So like, so third, third category of last names, by the way, is <laughs> where you're from. Yes. So I'm from Heading. <laughs> sure. A person from I'm Heading. A person from Heading. <laughs> Perfect. So. 
But like that's that's the identity piece. Like it's it's either who you're related to, what your job was, or where you're from, mm-hmm. right? But we don't think about identity that way anymore, and we haven't for a few hundred years. But we're still trying to break that mentality, right? It's like okay, uh, you're saying <laughs> I've arrived translating. <laughs> <laughs> what you're saying is, whereas you could have maybe found fulfillment through your work, mm-hmm. now. We can't or we don't. Yeah, because because there's we don't more, have to. Yeah, there's more to life than that. Like back when people's last names were was their job, that's when you were a serf living in a fiefdom. Like there, so you better there was, find some fulfillment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was a lord and a castle who owned the land and owned you, and everyone had one job. And you didn't have a choice. No, and your your children also did that job. So this is the Thatcher family. This is the family that knows how to thatch. Because they're thatching. That's, <laughs> I like it. I love thatched. <laughs> No, <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Exactly that. <laughs> so, but since since we've like, you know, done away with the like whole fiefdom situation, indentured servitude, frankly, save slavery, all of it. Like that's how that's how all slaves who came over the United States got their last name too. They either took on the name of the family that owned them or they took on the name of the, the job th- that they were doing, the job they were doing, or you end up with like Freeman. Right. Right. Okay, great. <laughs> the opportunity for you here now, Jessica is to find your identity somewhere else. Yeah, Cause no one is going to, you're, you're never going to change your name to. <laughs> oh Jessica, my God. What are you changing Jessica, your name to? Jessica marketer. Do you know what I mean? Like Jessica LOL. Social, media, social media manager. Like this is who I am now. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> Some people are like that when you're like, oh, sit down. Right. I've always had a problem with labels. Yeah. Like I started playing the harp. What I didn't say just now is I became a harpist in sixth grade. Yes. Pass. I started playing the harp. Holland started doing a thing. I started playing the harp. I started playing the harp with a friend of mine. We both started together Mm. and immediately, almost immediately my friend was like, I'm a harpist. I was like, okay, I guess like that sounds limiting it's giving frankly it's giving those girls in high school who always define themselves by being someone else's girlfriend you know those girls who are like so insecure about their own idea they didn't know who they were that they always had to find themselves externally and i i swear this was my friend amy actually she went from boyfriend to boyfriend to boyfriend and like i couldn't keep them straight every time she got a new boyfriend she'd like become that person she was like super into wrestling and then she was super into basketball and i forgot who amy was she worked at the ymca and then i think she met someone at the ymca and married that person. I've been stuck around Facebook recently. Married that person. And she still works at the YMCA. It's like, I don't know that she ever found herself. Yeah. Weird. Exactly. And like, Jessica, we don't want that for you. Yeah. Like the fact that your board is great. We want you to we want you to put work on autopilot. Make sure it goes between eight and five. And then guess what? You have another eight hours in the day to do whatever the hell you want. Be the person who travels. Be the cool aunt. That's what I'm up to right now. Like <laughs> fairy godmother vibes. I don't know. Be the person who is annoying and reads like 20 books in a year. Be the person who like is annoying to the people who listen to a bunch of books. Like, no, no. Did you read the physical book? Doesn't count. Yeah. Be that person. Like find something else you're interested in. One of my best friends who's coming to visit in a couple of weeks. She's into ballroom dance. She competes in ballroom on the side and she's like very good at it. And she goes to all the major competitions as if she were still on a college team or something like you can do that. Fun. I know. It's cool. Like go pick up photography, go pick up videography. Like there's way cool things to do outside whatever the hell your job is. Last time I was in this position, Jessica, I was working at a job where like I had it on lock and it was amazing. I was in magazine publishing and it was great. 
And I, but I found myself bored. I like could do my job within the first like four hours of the day. <laughs> and, you know, in publishing, you kind of go through the cycle. So there's about one or two weeks in the month that are like really intense and you're working all the time. But the other times you're like, okay, I, I can't push anything forward because it's like on do this so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I didn't have anything else. I didn't have Holland. I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have. You didn't have fulfillment. I know. <laughs> right. I like I wasn't around. I was in a really small town. They had like maybe five restaurants. So I couldn't do like food blogging because it'd be the same five restaurants. Right? Boring. I know. Right. Whatever. That would have been a hilarious parody Instagram. So funny. But like what I didn't have is any of this idea that like, oh, I should pick up doing some of their marketing on the side. Right. Like I didn't have that knowledge yet on how to do that. Like if I were to go back to that town and oh my god, I would love the fuck up. Hundred uh, yeah. percent. Like I could in the photo, the video, and the social media manager for all five of the best restaurants <laughs> and really put it on the map. Like it, it could have been cool, but I just didn't have. I, I didn't look. Like I didn't take stock and like what could I do that's on the side. So what I did instead is like I kept trying to double down on stuff at work. Like I started an internship program. I started an entire special projects division, and that's where like. If you're going to go for stretch projects, great. Make sure that they're validating to you and you enjoy them. That's one option. Our other option is like get outside of work. Right now I have, I'm in a similar situation where like I've been at this job that I have right now for two years and like I've got it on lock. There was a conversation about a couple of stretch projects. They've kind of been backburnered for a hot second because some other stuff going on within the company. But I have, that doesn't bother me because I have other things to be doing. I have a podcast. My sister and my mom are here. I also live in Houston where there's like 25 million restaurants. <laughs> So like if I want to start a food blog, I can. If I want free food, I can do it quickly, right? You have you have two paths here. You can either within your work look for stretch projects or outside your work look for stretch projects, right? <laughs> nice. A really big opportunity for you here, Jessica, at this time, at this little juncture in your life is to sit down and do a yearly career audit. I would also say, you know, in addition to the way we describe it in episode 66, which is really focused on what you've done with your career, I would also add in maybe a layer on what's happened in the last few years of my life. Like a life Make it audit? a life audit. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Uh-huh. I love that. And like, what have you done? Or like, what have you not done? What have you wanted mm. to do that like you never had quote unquote time for yeah. or never had capacity for? Like last year, I realized I had never gone to Europe and I'd kind of hit the first bump and like, I've got this job on lock. I could do it from wherever. Turns out I did it from Venice. I did it from Athens. I did it from Amsterdam. <laughs> I did it from Vienna and I did it from New Zealand. <laughs> I mean, like, so. so yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I'd never seen Europe. So I was like, well, say less. Now's the time. Let's go to Europe. Exactly. So explore like what's still dormant within you. Like what yeah. else, what else is there that needs to be explored? Jessica, this is very special. I think it's an exciting time. Like I I am pro boredom (laughs) because it does this for you. It allows you to sit back and be like, okay, but what am I really feeling drawn to? What is there out there that like I would love to see, experience, do, accomplish, learn. Yeah, Yeah. be good at like that, that exists outside this like very structured linear path that like yeeted you from kindergarten to your first job outside college, right? Can't wait to hear what happens. Yeah, let us know. Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with, hey, workwives.
What was the segment called? I forget. Summer heat. Oh God, <laughs> dude. Damn. And our imagery was hot. It was like, it was like when the lips with candy were kind of a oh, thing. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we had like the, like a, just a pair of lips with like sprinkles on them and like the tongue, like out a little bit. Like it was so fucking hot. I was like, when it was like, um, party events that were coming yes. up, right? Like in the yes. past and future, uh-huh. like the review and the uh-huh. upcoming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. 